Blog Talk Radio. And now I present to you that international Bible teacher of teachers, Seer Israel of Seedwell. He will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah, Yahweh. True Israelites, with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. brings what's already in you out. Okay, so what path or religion are you mm-hmm. in your pursuit of perfection with God? <laughs> what, 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 what are um, you? I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. Okay, and what um, does that mean? Seventh-day Adventist is a Christian denomination, mm-hmm. and one of the things that we believe is observing the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a young child, you know, being brought up, I was always brought up with Sabbath observance. So Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown, as mentioned in the Ten Commandments, remember the seventh day to keep it holy. Uh, and then also Jesus uh, observes Sabbath as well. Yeah. So it's one day where I don't check my emails. I don't respond to work calls. I don't read From Friday night. Friday night sundown. Sundown. To Saturday night sundown. Yeah. No work. You don't check your emails. No. That's, that's, like, a, a that's, a, that's like a For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith. Yes. Yeah. You say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off. Yeah. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. 
Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. All right. So the big digging tears understand one thing. This is the day that the Almighty have made for me and you. And Yahweh's bosses of the two Israelites, all six locations from South Carolina to Chicago, but within 70 miles of any of the six anointed camps of bosses of the two Israelites, this that day to be kept. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, so all the gates are open from South Carolina to Maryland to Detroit to Kankakee, Chicago. So listen, within 70 miles, when you're doing his will, you keeping that Sabbath day. That's a great thing. All right. So um, we see mother coming on stage, so we was just going to get ready at it. Top part of Sabbath day. If we're not clear, if this is one of the members of the six-anointed camps, or not, we find out. If we find out it's one of the members of the six-anointed camps, or boss of the trip, like we find out. That's why BJC radio. Okay, so that was one of the members of the six-anointed camps, I see it's not. Okay, so, um, brother, sister, welcome to another lesson, top part of seven days. And take note, it's no accident about anything. It's no accident about anything when it comes down to Yaquah's word. No accident whatsoever. Never forget that. We'll, we'll give a case in point shortly. Mother um, DF Israel, one of the most out of count one. Yaquah beat the FC right. Yaquah bless you, Sia Israel of C Royal. Hallelujah, Kwa. Hallelujah, Kwa. sound like you up with milk, like that boss, and I've got enough herb tea and rest in it. And I'll tell, I'll tell you, it sounds like you ready to do a little hollering in the microphone to me. That would sound like to me. And that's a great thing, because one thing about it, the box can't have been lit. The curtain hair went up. And there's no accident about anything. No, I don't think it a second time. That must mean I got to check it to what I just said. No accident by anything. So whatever, whatever person owned Mother D.F. Israel, it's already been ordered by Yahweh. So, see, that's the important. This is the mystery of the Bible. Whatever person owned Mother, it's already been called in the Bible. You just got to know how to find it. So sometimes we be one wild person the way they are, and and we can't figure it out. You know why? Because you're not in the right ministry. So our job is to let you know that a lot of times when you sit and try to figure a person out, it's already been ordained. As a matter of fact, we might take a look at that. I don't know. We'll see in a minute. Hey, Mother, look at that Luke chapter 12, verse 12. That sounds pretty good, I just said. I, I probably, oh, Yahweh, give me a couple of verses to pick you that to let you know, whatever person owns, whatever kind of spirit they own, 
Listen, they can't go on their own. Like those that drag their feet in the ministry. It's already called you're going to drag your feet in the ministry. We're going we gonna to show some of that too, mother. I don't know what we're going to show. But I know one thing we're going to do before I ever get on the broadcast and tell you about this broadcast. How about looking at that Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Where's that, that mother dear of Israel? Luke chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Hey, we, had our, we had our grandbaby on last night, your mother, G.F. Israel. And the big dignitary, huh? they kind of got We had our grandbaby on last night, and she was talking some good talk and reading some scriptures, but the big dignitary cut her off because they know once we wake up these young ones and they understand that it's so important for them to know who they really are at a young age, that's very detrimental to the system. So they cut our grandbaby mm. off last night. Mm. Um, daughter, daughter Israel, they said, we're going to cut grandbaby off. You can't let grandbaby keep on reading like that at eight years old. She's going to mess everybody up. So I said, we cut her mm-hmm. So I did talk to grandbaby today. said she'll get on the microphone and holler a little bit later once she come back from what she's doing. So you see, the fox tail have been lit, mother. I mean, everybody going to do what they got to do. But you got to remember one thing, what Yahweh says in Second Ezra, mother. He says something in Second Ezra. Chapter 26 and 28. A, a mother, G of Israel, he said something to Osir in second book of Ezra, chapter 14, 26 and 28. W- what do we say, mother, that, that we need to put on top part of Saturday? Second Ezra, chapter 14, verse 26 and 28. What that say, mother? Second Ezra fourteen yeah. uh, verses twenty six and twenty six and twenty seven. Twenty six and twenty eight. Twenty six and twenty eight. Okay, twenty six. Twenty six says. Second Ezra fourteen twenty six says. And when you have done something, something shall thou publish, and something shall thou show secretly to the wise tomorrow, this hour, as I began to write, verse 28, hear these words, O Israel. Mm-hmm. So, 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 hey, mother, who do you want to hear these words to? He said, now, certain things that you publish right now, Ezra, but certain things you just hold off. And, and, and who he say these words to two mothers? According to verse 28, who we want to hear? And verse 28, dear mother, 
It said, hear, O Israel. Okay. So you see? So that's the game changer right there, Mom. And that's one of the greatest mysteries and teachings. Hear, O Israel. See, O Israel got to hear. It's time for Israel to hear something. That's right. It's time for Israel to do a little hearing. So, Mother, can we understand that? Let's take a look at, let's take a little, ex, a little examination about some things. So, here on Israel, let's find out something about Israel, Mother. I'm, 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 I'm waiting on, I'm waiting to hear. That's very interesting because, see, what we got to understand, Mother, sometimes we wonder about why people don't do what they're supposed to do. And they got and they got the power in their hands to do so, and they don't do nothing. Yeah, that's a great thing, mother, because it tell you exactly what's really going on. So we gonna we gonna we gonna take a look at a little call a little what's called predestination, mother. Ain't that something? Predestination. What what is that? What is predestination, mother? Let's, let's take a look at some of that. Predestination. Matter of fact, predestination started in Ezra chapter in Ezra chapter three, mother. Eight down through thirteen. Let's take, let's take a look at some predestination. We will look at something that's called predestination. See, a lot of time we be wondering, mother. Why certain things go wrong. And that's why we got to make sure we don't want to call in this Bible. But the only way you'll be understanding this Bible, you got to understand Yahweh's rules or how he already ordained things to be just at the proper time for it to unfold. So in Esther, E-S-T-H-E-R, chapter 3, Eight down to verse thirteen, mother. Let's see what that say, mother. We can read Esther chapter three, verse eight down to verse thirteen. Take your time, mother. We got we got a long way to go, and sooner or later, those that can wake up out of the sixth camp and start getting in, getting in, and getting where they fit in it, and that'd be a great thing too. But now, mother, let's roll. Esther chapter three. Verse 8 down to verse 13, what it says. Esther chapter 3, uh, verses 8 to 13. And Haman said unto King Ahasuerus, uh, There is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people and all the providence of your kingdom. And their laws are diverse from all peoples. Neither keepeth they the king law. Therefore, it is not for the king prophet to suffer them. Verse 9. If it please the king, let it be written that, that they may be destroyed and i will pray 
I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hand of those that have the charge of the business to bring it into the king's treasure. Verse 10. And the king took his ring from his hand and gave it unto Haman, the son of Hamadaka, the Haggai, Judah's enemy. 11. And the king said unto Haman, the silver is given to you, the people also, to do with them as it please, as it seemed good to you. Uh-huh. Verse 12. Yeah, well, hold up one, mother. You may have a final statement. Go back and read verse 7 again. Now, my, mother, you stumbled upon something that, that you said a little precept, mother. You just, you just stumbled upon something, mother. When you read verse 11, you stumbled upon something that needed a, a little piece of precept on it. Can you read that verse 11 again, mother? Because it can sound a little precept. That's what I was reading, 11. Yeah, well, read, read about, uh, you know, uh, read that verse again, mother, because it, it can sound a little precept, mother. Uh, okay. Yeah, read verse okay. 11 again, Mother. I stand a little precept. That's chapter 3, verse 11. The king said unto Haman, the silver is given to you, the people also, to do with them as it seems good to you. Well, hold on. Hold on, my back of kids. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. Thank you for all. Okay, you was reading verse 11, but uh, what I really wanted was 10. So um, you don't stumble upon something, Mother. I want to do a little precept on verse 10. What is it say in verse 10, Mother? Verse 10. And the king took his ring from his hand and gave it unto Haman, the son of Hamadok, the Haggai, the Judas enemy. Uh huh. Judas, who mother? Who is uh, uh Haman? Who is Haman? Uh, according to what you read in verse ten, he who? Judas enemy. Judas enemy. Yeah. Now, in the book of now, these same people deals um. In Exodus chapter 16 now, Mother. Exodus chapter 16, see, 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 you don't stumble up on something, Mother. We got to take a little look at it. See, that's what we come in at when you start uh, just not just reading a bunch of verses, but you put a little precept in with it, Mother. He said, Haman is Judah's enemy. That's the way it was then. But uh, the Almighty made a statement of them in the book of Exodus. He made a, he made a statement in the book of Exodus, mother. 
talking about the last verse in seventeen chapters. Let's see. She made a statement about the same people's descendants, and he said in seventeen sixteen, what he said, Mother? In seventeen sixteen, what did he say? And then, then skip back up to verse 14. Then skip up to verse 14, Moses. Same people, Moses. So he, he told Moses the same thing in 1716. And then skip back to verse number 14. What did it say, Moses? Exodus 17, verse 16, and then verse 14. Verse 16. Mm-hmm. For he said, because Yahweh has sworn that Yahweh will have war with Amalek from generation to generation, verse 14. And Yahweh said unto Moses, this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. You hear that, mother? That big thing is, you don't suffer from something, mother. You hear that? He's telling uh, Moses, don't forget this, Moses. I'm going to have war with Amalek from generation to generation and, 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 and at a time appointed, I'm going to blot out the remembrance of Amalek on the heaven. Is, is that what we're reading, Mother? That's what we're reading. So that means, somebody's been talking about this, Mother. I mean, he said, don't forget it, because I'm going to take care of Amalek. And Haman is from the same people called Amalek, you know, or Judah's enemies. And they're going to be the enemy of Judah. How long, mother? From generation to generation. See, somebody needs to know these things. From generation to generation, Amalek will be at war with the children of Israel. From how long, mother? From generation to generation. And he said, when it's all said and done, he said, don't you forget it. Teach it in the ears of your dignitaries in verse 14. And let you know in time to come, what I'm going to do to them, I'm going to block them out as being a people even be remembered. Now, that's a big talk, mother. So now, when we go to Romans chapter 7, mother, this is through the spirit of Yahweh. So when we go to Romans chapter 7, I mean 9, verse 7 out of verse 13, now we can understand a little bit more, mother. By precepting your Bible, we can understand a little bit more. And while we study, is study caught up with what we're doing today, knowing the people that's running the world today, Yahweh say, I'm going to soon later block them out of remembrance. See, people doing things that they don't know why they're doing it, and that's what we're going to give them to predestination in a minute, mother. So we had to predestination, but so clearly y'all got me to sit up a different way to get to that point. 
to show that Paul was in Rome in the ninth chapter. Paul's in Rome, mother, and he made a profound statement in verse 7 down to verse 13. He talked, he's talking from the left side of the book. That all was present. says in Romans chapter 9, verse 7 13. Hey, Mother Dear, take your time and holler that microphone. Come on. Romans chapter 9, verse 7 through 13. Verse 7. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children, but in Isaac shall your seed be called. Verse 8. That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of Yahweh, but the children of the promise are counted for the seed. Verse 9. For this is the word of promise. At this time will I come, and Sarah shall have a son, verse 10. And not only this, but when Rebecca also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, verse 11. For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of Yahweh, according to the election, might stand, not of works, but of him that call it. Verse 12. It was said unto her, the elder, shall serve the younger, verse 13, as it is written, Israel, I mean, Jacob have I loved, but Israel have I hated, which was changed to Israel. Israel. So, mother, mm-hmm. so, so, you know, we um, the way the top part of the seventh day gone, this is a predestination that knowing that that he loved a people and he disliked the people, Moses. And 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 he just told and Moses just I mean and Paul just told the Israelites in Rome, this by the hand of Yahweh. He said, didn't nobody do no evil? You nobody done nothing. This was already um, ordained from Yahweh. You know, they're not going to be watching the, the Cowboys and the Indians. Somebody got to play the Cowboy part, and somebody got to play the Indian part. So what he's telling you, mother, that this predestination, and a lot of times people be thinking, why I'm, why I'm so low down, or why I'm aggressive. And sometimes you have to explain through the breakdowns of the Bible that whatever you own is not that you own it. It's already been uh, 
What again, mother? Read that again for the purpose of who, mother? Read that verse again. But that was, that was a big verse you read, mother. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to work something in, mother. Help those three out a little bit because I'm trying to work something in. Now, I think you're going to stumble on something, mother. Wow. Come on. Come on. Hey, uh, what's the word sound of saying? I think you're going to stumble up on something. And I want to, see, can I tie that in, mother? You're going to stumble up on something. Yes, that's verse 11. That's verse 11. And what do we say? Okay. Romans 9, verse 11. For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of Yahweh, according to the election, might stand, not of works, but of him that call it. So you saying, mother, this is what's going on today. It's already been called by who, mother? Who, so who calling yeah, what's well. going on today? Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. So, so you know that's that's pretty good information because a lot of times people thinking um they looked up in something or they uh got caught up in something, but but according to what you read now, mother, whatever your flight is, your destination is, it's already been set up by who? Yeah, what? Yeah. See that, mother? So now, so in the book of Psalms, mother, I know I'm all over the place, but in Psalm mm-hmm. 104, verse 8, I'm, I'm kind of going by, I am going by the spirit of Yahweh. So you, sometimes you have to ease their mind, mother, for a lot of times people come and drop a lot of burdens on your shoulders. And they be wondering why things are going this, this way, not going right. So that's why this ministry comes to teach spirit-led and to show you what the Bible's saying about everything. I mean, you you read now, you in the Sirach 51, 23, you're in a temple of learning now. So we're going to learn you about sometimes when people bring a burden to you, you got to you know, be able to show them in the scripture that the reading this burden on you is because this has already been ordained from Yahweh. And that's big that's that's big talk. That'll help a lot of people, you know, that ain't they don't have to be uh doing a lot of things trying to figure out why this pays the cost of so much money to uh tell me why I'm like why I'm like the way I am, why I do what I do, you see? But then he'll, but then he'll send a word. Then he'll send a word after you recognize some things. Hey, mother. Then he'll send a word in 107 verse 20. Once you understand where you at, mother, put a mark on what you at, mother. I mean, I'm gonna have you all over the place, mother. But I'm a, but if we stand back off this lesson, they're gonna learn something about predestination. 
So in Psalm 107, verse 20, but once once you say the right thing, then Yahweh do what in 107, verse 20, mother of Psalm? Now the angel get ready to talk to David, but let David know once they say the right thing, then 107, verse 20 says what, mother? Psalms 107, verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Yeah, mother. <laughs> yeah. So once you, once you uh, understand, the only way you're going to be delivered from your destruction is what, what way, mother? What way can you be delivered from your destruction, mother? By what? Yahweh's word. No, but then you, but then you read that in the fourteen. Read that again. Then you read that in fourteen twenty-eight, mother. Hey, mother. Then you read that in the opening statement, and see, remember that verse came out in Second Ezra fourteen verse twenty-eight. Then you read that already in this broadcast already, mother. Then you read fourteen twenty-eight. What does that mean? chapter 14 verse 28 it says hear these words O Israel you see that mother you see that so who goes to hear these words mother O Israel so we not we not anti-anybody see we not anti-anybody but the, the angel from heaven won't O Israel 12 tribes Israel, the Israelites, to hear these words. See, you need to hear these words because we know sooner or later you'll be in position and people are going to come in all kind of problems. They'll come in all kind of problems. You're going to try to solve their problems with worldly events and you're going to lose. Because they're going to be coming saying, why I'm like this? Why I hear what you're saying, but I, I just ain't going to do right. See, they, they need to know, okay, good. They need to know. Okay, the reason why you like this and the reason why you do what you do is already been written in Yahweh's book. So if you got an ear to hear, and but he but he also leaves you room to do a um Acts three nineteen, mother. But then he leaves you room, once you say I hear, he'll leave you room to do a Acts three nineteen, mother, what it say? Acts chapter three. Verse nineteen. Well, most of us see it and get it, mother. We try to do a little enlightenment to the national audience now. So now write it down and, and put a little spin in your reading there, mother. You know, let them know why you want the mother out of camp one. Put a little spin in them. Put a little spin in your reading. What is it say that we can read? Acts chapter three, verse nineteen. 
Repent you therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. When the time of refreshment refreshing shall come from the presence of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So you leave your own for you do what, mother? Repent. Repent. See once you hear so once you hear these words, he leave room for you to do what, mother? Repent. But you gotta first hear why you repenting. You gotta first hear these words. Let's take a look at this um predestination. Now we read in the book of Esther. And now let's go back to the book of Esther. Now we clear that Haman is the senate of the Agagites. The Agagites is Amalek. The Amalek is who? The wing. Who is, who is Amalek? Remember, mother, the group for the national order. Who is Amalek? So now we got Haman, the Agagites, Amalek. So now we got it down to Amalek. Then we read in the we read in the Exodus chapter seventeen sixteen that Yahweh said, "You Moses tell the people that you gonna have war with Amalek just from generation to generation. So it gonna be no end with you having war with Amalek. But see, the children of Israel don't know." Who they are, mm-hmm. but Amalek know who they are. But why can they tell you who they are? Because they read the book and they see that Amalek supposed to be in war with the children of Israel from my long mother from generation to generation. So now, by doing some expert uh, detective work. We need to know who Amalek is, so Amalek knows he has been predestinated to war with the children of Israel. How long, mother? From generation to generation. So we're in a generation right now, mother. So by the time we be wondering why sometimes certain people go side your head and kick in your in and, and and you do one thing on a small level. And you get more time than some idea on a bigger level. And then you wonder why it ain't fair. Because it's things you, you got to know. You got to know biblically by listening to Yahweh's voice of Jewish life while we unmask why you're in the condition you're in the day and why they're in the condition that they're in the day. And, and Mother read it again. Mother, read again in, in the book of Romans again. Read that 9 verse 11 again, Mother. See, listen to what he says in 9 verse 11. Romans 9 and 11. Turn it in now, and you're all good right now. So you, in 9 verse 11, what does it say again in Romans 9 verse 11? Okay. Romans chapter 9 verse 11. For the children, 
Oh, yeah. For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of Yahweh, according to the election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. So sometimes we wonder why some people just just mean to you. Why are you so mean to me? Why why you why you why you not treat me because because you're in the wrong ministry? Because you're in the wrong ministry. Once you understand your lot, your lot, then you better deal with people on a biblical level more more plainly. You be wonder why things happen. And, and you can't figure it out, and you go and you go pay the charges, all that money, to, and, and all you gotta do is listen to Yahweh brought up to us, right? What the Spirit gives us, and take notes, and I'll study what we tell you. Now we got Haman is Judah's enemy. Now Haman is an Agagite. Agagite is Amalek. Now who is Amalek? We read in 1716 that Yahweh told Moses, tell Joshua and all the big dignitaries, you will be having war with Amalek from generation to generation. And you're a generation now, but you don't know who you are, and they know who they are because they're doing exactly what the Bible says they're supposed to be doing to you children of Israel, what they're doing today. They had a war with you today. And you don't even know it. It's like somebody's beating your back and you don't even know it because they're beating your back with, with your eyes closed and you got a scar for your eyes and they're beating your back and you don't even know it. See? You don't even know it. So now let's find out who Amalek is, mother. Let's mm-hmm. find out who Haman is. And we're going to see, we go to 36 chapter of Genesis. And do some detective work on him, mother. You know, biblically, we might open up a detective agency or something. Biblically. That's why we said, support this ministry. Because we can help you understand where you're at. Support this ministry, but we can support you. And help your loved ones. Just like my grandbaby was on airways last night. She was reading some yacht while betting. There's a whole lot of people read the word of Yahweh. They be coming all around with Yahweh. They they can't get past Lord God, Jesus, and Jehovah. My eight-year-old grandbaby called out Yahweh as, as plain as everything. Yahweh. See, that's eight years old. Yeah. Find out who Amalek is. You read Amalek and just keep on going. But we ain't. Let's read uh, Genesis 36, verse 1, mother. 36 verse 1. We're going to look for see who Amalek is. Amalek. Who is that? Okay. Genesis 36 verse 1. We're looking for Amalek, mother. Who is Amalek? Genesis. Uh-huh. Yes. Genesis. Chapter 36 verse 1. Uh-huh. Now these are the generations of Esau. Who is Edom? Uh-huh. And what another name that Esau go up under in verse 8? Okay. 
verse 8. Thus dwell Esau in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. So when we, when we see, when we do read, but we probably won't read the ninth lesson, chapter, when Yahweh said, I'm against you, old Mount Seir. Now look, now look what you got, mother. And you might read that anyway. So now, look what it says in verse 8. Thus says Esau, I mean, thus dread Esau in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. Right, mother? Right, mother? Right. 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 Now, now watch this when we preach up the Bible. Go to 35 verse 1. Hold your marker here. Now, come and read 35 verse 1 and tell me and tell the national audience what you just got through reading after you read it. 35 verse 1 with a precept. What is it saying 35 verse 1 of, of Ezekiel? From Genesis. Ezekiel 36, 35 verse 1. Oh. Ezekiel. Now, but keep your hand. Keep your hand on that, on where you're at. Keep your, your, your hand on where we're at, mother. We just want to, we want to show something real quick. You might want to read verse 3 just to make it sound good. Ezekiel the Seer, 35, 1, 2, and 3. Listen to this, mother. Thirty-six. 35, make it 35, verse 1, 2, and 3. What does it say, Mother, we can read? And Ezekiel 35, 1, 2, and 3. What does it say? Ezekiel chapter 35, verse 1 to 3. Verse 1. Moreover, the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse 2, Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir and prophesy against it. Verse 3. And say unto it, Thus says Yahweh, Behold, O, o Mount Seir, I am against you, and I will stretch out my hand against you, and I will make you most desolate. Now you see that, mother? Now you see what I mean? Now if they read mm -hmm. this right here, they're just reading about the Bible. See, it's now all the big dignitaries and big college institutions, they read this right here. You just read a bunch of books. Oh, my, I'm against you, Mount Seer. I'm going to get you. I'm going to destroy you, Mount Seer. Mm -hmm. Now you see that, mother? You see why we got to come now, mother? Now they're going to read now. They're going to read Mount Seer. And, and think he's a mountain or government of Mount Seir, not knowing he's talking about a people. Right. So uh, he's, he's talking about a people that he's a what? I'm against a people. Is that what we're reading, mother? Yeah. Okay. Come back to 36 and find out what people is he against in 36 verse 8. Here's what it is. See, once we understand this thing, you don't have to be visiting. God cook all the time. You go all up into these institutions where those uh, 
of the sins of Esau, and you wonder why you've been trained wrong, why you say all the wrong things when you try to teach the Bible. You, you will find out why you, you say everything wrong. Yeah, why is a, a gift a people called Mount Seir? He said, I'm against you, Mount Seir. And he told Moses, you have war against Amalek, the Agagite, which is Mount Seir, from generation to generation. But then you don't know who he's talking about. So you don't know who to look at. But this is where we come in at. Verse 8. Verse 6, verse 8. Genesis chapter 36, verse 8. Thus dwell Esau in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. Hey, that's something. You see that, brother? You, you put you, you, you put on it? So Mount Seir is a drumming land they're supposed to be in, and the people are who, mother? Esau. Is Edom. Verse number nine. Listen to this, Mo. Verse nine. Okay. Genesis 36, verse nine. And these are the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites in Mount Seir. Yeah, hey, Mo, we might as well play. We, we can play music for the rest of the night, then. And, and, and what do y'all think about these people right here, Mo? Hmm? What do we think about these people right here? Go back to 7, verse 13 of the book of Romans. Now, Esau is Edom. The land that they're from is Mount Seir. That's the land Yahweh gave them, Mount Seir. They have no business. The land is the fatic land called Europe or America or Israel. He gave everybody a lot where he wants you to be at. The reason why he, I'm against Esau, Edom, because I gave them a land called Mount Seir. This was their lot. So when I come back on the earth, I got to find you where, where I gave you your lot at. And you not in your lot, I'm going to be against you. So do y'all understand this? With, understand this? You must be in the lot that he gave you biblically. But if you don't know who you are, you think you're going to be in anybody's land because you got money and power. No. The lot of Esau, which is the Edomite, they land supposed to be Mount Seir. This is the land they give them. So now when you're in the Roman Catholic Church, you're in the Latter-day Saints. The Latter-day Saints is over there in Utah. You don't belong to Utah. You're going to be in Mount Seir when you come back. The Pope of Rome over there in Europe, you don't belong in Europe. Get back land. You go be in Mount Seir. You supposed to have that dreaded temple you gonna put together over there, the Vatican City. You supposed to build that thing in Mount Seir. You see, you see, you see, you see. So now we support a ministry that's called the Roman Catholic Church, 
not in the land that they're supposed to be in. And you wonder why things is going on because Yahweh said, I'm against you. Because I gave everybody big lot. And when I come back, if you're not in your lot, I'm going to get you. So now, children of Israel, what is, what is your lot? What are you supposed to be in? You don't know. You don't know what you're supposed to be in. Do you know what he says in Micah chapter uh, 2 verse 10? Do you know what he says to you? Told the field of putting right in Micah chapter 2 verse 10. Hey, mother, what did he tell the field of putting right in 2 verse 10 of Micah? Okay. <laughs> Michael chapter two. Yeah. Sooner or later, mother, uh, some more out of the camp's going to wake up. Maybe on the ball cast a little bit later. They had to, you know, get the sleep out their eyes first. They be coming later on. So now, in Michael 2, verse 10, mother, look what he said to Michael. He's putting right. Michael chapter two, verse 10. Arise you and depart. For this is not your rest, because it is polluted. It shall destroy you, even with a sore destruction. Yeah. So he let you know to all your great ambitions that you have in this world, and Yahweh's business is an afterthought, saying, John, you have to leave here. Huh? With all your degrees and all them sweating tears, hours you gonna put in in the system, you don't have to walk away from this thing. Once, if you don't know who you are, you're gonna be taken down with them because you don't know who you are. Anytime you support the Roman Catholic Church that's in Europe, they don't belong in Europe. They're like the Latter-day Saints. They don't belong in Utah. Huh? They're like the World Council Church. They don't belong to run their mouth in America. This is your land right here. Mouth here is your land. When Yahweh comes back looking for you, he will be looking for you to be in your land. And if you're not in your land, Still preach up on that, mother. And so he told he told us here the thirteen chapter. I mean, he said, I mean, he said something. See, we know these things. When we watching all this stuff on TV and see all everybody living the good life, but it's all a mirage, mother. And that's why Yahweh come against you. And he sent the last message to you. You know. Make sure you got your Yahweh right. You keep on what you're doing, your time will run out. I'm going to give a case in point. We're going to Isaiah 13. Remember, this lesson is about predestination. We try to lay a little foundation down first, and then we're going to get on some, some more predestination. See, everything's been set up by the Almighty. It just we ain't been taught nothing. You know? But you will be taught if you listen to his broadcast. He will be taught about who are the two witnesses. Who are the two witnesses of the Bible? Huh? Who are the two witnesses? 
We talk about that too. Who's the hundred and forty four thousand? We'll take care of that too. We'll take care of everything. But right now we can tell you something. When Yahweh make his way back, mother, he gonna he gonna do what in verse four? Thirteen four. What's going to happen, Mother, and 13, verse 4, of Isaiah? Now, here comes here come your mighty one. Here he come back, Mother, and 13, verse 4. Let's, let's see how he coming, Mother, and 13, verse 4. Isaiah, chapter 13, verse 4. The noise of a multitude in the mountain, like as of a great people, noise of the kingdoms of nations gathering together. Yahweh of hosts muster the host of the battle. Now, hold that for a mother. So when the nations huh? get together, uh, just, just uh, listen to those here for a minute. So when the nations get themselves together, and they all come over to one plan where we're going to um, do some things. Who set them up, mother? And Yahweh hosts mustered the host of the battle. That was a set over there, mother. Now, precept that to 315, mother. Come right back. Malachi 315. See, predestination. That means whatever you're doing today, you're supposed to be doing what you're doing right now. But he leaves room for you to repent, too. You leave room for you to repent. So whatever you're doing right now, you supposed to be doing right now. If you dragging your feet, you supposed to be dragging your feet. If you in a um back and forth relationship, you supposed to be in a back and forth relationship. But guess what you leave room for you do? Repent. Huh? And we could read that in um Psalms 95, verse 7 through 11, he said, when you hear the word, hard not to hear. We can read it again in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7, 13, 15. Paul came to the great the temple of Yahweh. He said, when you hear these words, hard not to hear. Look what mother getting ready to read in 3, verse 15, uh, by the seal. Hey, mother, but you get ready to read them in the book of Malachi 3, 15. Malachi chapter 3. Verse 15, and now we call 15. the proud. 15. Huh? Yes, yeah, that's what I mean. Right? 15. I'm reading 15. Okay. All right. Malachi 3, 15. And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt Yahweh. Are uh, even delivered. So, so mother, when when you see somebody doing wicked stuff, they think they're doing on their own, but they've been one another. Shut up. You shut up. See <laughs> 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 that, mother? Uh, so, when when you see somebody, that person always doing wicked things. Then, then you know they really been set up. But they got they got a they got an option to repent. But yeah. look, but who on record we know ain't gonna repent? 
I mean, oh, I can, I can fix this. Oh, I can fix this. I can, no, no, no. I will, I can fix this right here. I got this girl. I got this girl. But who on record is not going to repent, mother, in Hebrews 12, 16, and 17? Who on record? We're not going to tell anybody. We're doing some expert detective work now. But who's on record is not going to repent? Going to take their wicked self all the way to the end from generation to generation. Paul's going to tell you exactly who's not going to repent. Who's going all the way in. I don't care what you come up with. They're going to play their hand all the way in. Who's that, mother? <laughs> Hebrews, chapter 12, 16, and 17. Who's going to do that? Who's going to take it all the way in, mother? Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 16, 17. Lest there be any fornicators or profane person as Esau sold his birthright. Now, wait a minute. Profane person as Esau who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Verse 17. For you know how that afterwards would he have now would he now let me read again seventeen for he he for you know how that afterwards when he would have inherited the blessing he was rejected for the for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. My, my, my. So, mother, regardless of what's going on in this world, who is the people that are going to take it all the way in and they ain't going to Ain't gonna, it's not gonna repent. I don't care what's going on. I mean, came up with mad cow disease, we're behind that. We came up with all type of things, we're behind that. We came up and doing everything, making chickens grow uh, three weeks old, looking like they six foot two. We're behind everything. <laughs> but one thing we ain't gonna do, we ain't gonna repent for what we did. We're gonna take it all the way in. And you got some that say, well, this one right here, I'm going to fix this one here. I'm going to straighten this one out. Who are you talking about? <laughs> Mother, who is Paul talking about in 16 and 17, Mother? That I do a proper song, Mother, but they, what, what, one thing they ain't going to never do, they're not going to repent. They're going to never tell you who they are. And they can always tell you who you really are, somebody else. And they will never get on Jim O'Clock, thank you for the news, and say, you know, you know who y'all really is, African-American, Negro, and color. Why are, you, why are y'all waiting on us to tell you who you are? You don't be in the, the 69th camp, the Boston, the Jewish life. Why, why are you 
just don't believe nothing until we say it. You mm-hmm. must be predestinated to. I mean, the broadcast come on six nights a week. It ain't a lesson you put on the table that any ministry, no well the face of can dispute. Not biblically, they can back by that. And if a ministry can out-teach the boy Philip to his right, then we're going to join that ministry. What's the name? What's the name of any ministry that can out-teach Yahweh's boy Philip to his right? What's the name of it? What's their name? Huh? What's the name? Then we would join that group. Because I don't want to give me kingdom, but I look far and wide. And I don't see it. But if you see it, uh, call me in the national line. Tell me a ministry that can now teach voice of the Jewish life. Yahweh's voice of the Jewish life. Call the international line, 224-600-5579. Give me, give me a ministry. What's the name of the ministry? What's your name? Kevin. We'll join that ministry. Because I don't want to do is get in the kingdom. What you getting ready to read, Mother? What, what you getting ready to uh, expound on to the national audience, Mother? You were saying you, we was talking about Esau and his five sons. Okay, what about it? If you're going to break down verse 16 and 17, so we find out mm-hmm. we know mm-hmm. they're upon a lot of, they call Edom, they call the Edomites, they call Mount Seir, they call Adumian, all these names, mother. So what you get ready to break down for the national audience in verse 16 and 17? What you get ready to break down, mother? Huh? It's Esau and his five sons, to modern-day white white man and, and, and white woman. And what they not going to do according to verse 16 and 17? They're not going to repent. They're going to take it all in, huh, mother? All the way. I, I can't hear you, mother. If, if they're going to take I it all in, yeah. all the way. But you got some of us thinking that uh, we can change predestination and what's been called by the Almighty. Paul said they're going to take their Ways all the way in. Mm-hmm. Hey, mother, somebody else gonna do some things, gonna do something too, mother. Now, now let's put that to the side for a minute. I don't see, I won't check out somebody else real quick too. In the second book of Ezra, mother, chapter fifteen. In the second book of Ezra, out of the book called the Apocrypha, the book that was taken out by the Protestant Church in eighteen hundred, they're taking out your book. Look at your Bible and say, why that book ain't got it in there? Well, it was in there in 1611. You know why it ain't in there now? Because they took it out. Watch it, watch it. How, can, how can they rule over you if you know as much as they know about yourself? No. You just take it out. Your pastor stuff there and read six or six books. He can tell you, well, you know, between the intermission page of Matthew. And Malachi, that was the year that our Lord Jesus Christ wasn't talking. That's a bigger lie ever told. But but he'll pull it off on you. And you ride with it. Your grandmama ride with it. Your great grandmama 
and, and you know, Uncle Buck did too. That intermission page between your Bible is 400 years of history you've been taken away from. You know what I tell you? Give me years he wasn't taught. Yeah. So we can read some out of 2nd Ezra, 15 chapter, about the Comanians. Who are these Comanians, mother? What are they talking about here in the 15 chapter, verse 20, 29 and verse 30? What, what is this talking about? Only you'll know what they're talking about. You got a precept to buy. Well, I, I've never been taught how to precept to buy. I, I got I got a college degree. I went to all the big elite colleges. You know how to precept your Bible? No, I didn't teach me that. I wish money you pay. I paid my whole lot of money. My mother, I worked two jobs to get that degree. Yeah. Here's your need. In the 15th chapter, Mother Second Ezra, can you can you uh, read this for the mass audience in Ophir or Calcine, what they're talking about. And the 15th chapter, this is really, really is relating to what's going on now up on the, on, in the media today over there in your land and both of your land, whether you know it or not, the land that the Arabs in, that belongs to you too. But you don't know. You don't know. Because you don't even know who you are. Second Ezra 15, 29 and 30. What's that, Mother? Second Ezra 15, verse 29 and, and verse 30. Yeah. Verse 20, 29. Where the nations of the dragon of Arbanian or whatever. Arabia, mother. Arabia. Hey, mother. Arabia. Hey, hey, mother. Arabia. He's talking about the Arabia. They said, where the nations are the dragons of the Arabian. So he's talking about the Arabian people's mother. To keep it in mind, he's talking about the Arabian people. He said, the nation of the dragons of the Arabian. What about them, mother? What does he say about them? Shall, shall come out with many chariots. Mm-hmm. And the multitude of them shall be carried as the wind upon earth. That mm-hmm. all that all they which hear them may fear and tremble. Okay, hold Verse, on, Hold on, hold on now. He's talking good. So he's saying that that. Uh, the dragons of Arabia, they're going to come out with multitude of chariots. They're going to come out, and those that be, and ones that are going to be afraid, because the Arab nation is going to get together, and they're going to do some things. When they get tired, they're getting tired of their brothers getting beat up over there, and they're going to come together. They all come together. They 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 organize in red now. Huh? They organize in red now. And they they and they gon they gonna figure out some kind of way to get their hand on each of these five pounds that gave no land that you don't know it. Okay? And where where in verse thirty? Verse thirty. Also the the 
according to the private investigation work in 16 verse 12, 11 and 12. Who, who are these people today? Salmanians. Yeah, who, who, according to Genesis 16, 11 and 12, who are they today, mother? Who is this wild man today, according to verse 11? Who is this wild man today? In verse number eleven, mm-hmm. the sentence of who, mother, in verse eleven. It says Ishmael. It, it, it says Ishmael because it is Ishmael, mother. It, it, it says Ishmael because it is Ishmael, mother. Huh? You know it says mm-hmm. three verse eleven, mother. Oh, thank y'all. Hey, mother. What is it saying? Three verse eleven of Saint John. Mm-hmm. So, Where's that three eleven of Saint John? Saint John. Chapter three, verse eleven. Where's saying three eleven? Saint John three eleven. Mother, D.F. Israel, what's that, W.C.C.? Uh, do you want me to read? So we want to mute Mother. Who else Is it on? Yeah, Can you on, hear mother. me? They unlocked your microphone. They unlocked your microphone. They asked the question. Do they want? W.C.C. said, do you want us to read for Mother? No. You gotta lock your microphone, mm-hmm. mother. Come on. St. John chapter three, verse eleven. Truly, truly I say unto you, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen, and you receive not our witness. So mother, we speak we speak what we know. So we know that the Arabs and Comanians is who? Mother? According to 16 verse 11, we know who they are. See, we know who yes, everybody is. We read the we we do a detective, biblically expert investigation on who is the Comanian and the Arabian people today by blood. They are who, mother? According to verse Genesis 16 verse 11, from keyword of 12, and he shall be a wild man. His hand should be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the in the presence of all his brothers. Have you noticed that, mother? That when you are uh, you you go into your, your local grocery store, you see there maybe wild eyed bushy tail, but you wonder where they live at. You know they live at. They all packed on the north side. They all packed on the north side. That's where they live in. They don't live next to you. They ready to open that door and, and say you what you don't need to have. See? See? Mm-hmm. You see that, mother? So now we know who the Iranians is. We know who the Arabs is. We know who the Canadians is because they say they're going to be wild as a boar in the woods. We found mm-hmm. that out, mother. So now then we've done some scholarly investigation work and found out. These people by bloodline is the sinners of who, mother? 
Ishmael. Ishmael. These people is Ishmael. He said he's going to be a wild man. Now, how wild can you get Tell you, you tell those that got the ear of you if you take a strap yourself with a bomb and walk in some places, then you get seven virgins for doing so. Huh? How wild is that? That's why you see the sins of Esau, they always get nervous when old, 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 old Ishmael gets close by there. They be watching old Ishmael because, see, they know what you don't know. That's why they be watching the sins of Esau be watching Ishmael. Because he knows Ishmael is a wild man, but Ishmael can't talk. And they can't talk because if, 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 if they tell who they are, each one tell who they are, they're going to wake you up and you will say, wait a minute, James. See, you, you, you stand on the fence. Don't want to know what side to take. They can't really tell you about Ishmael. Ishmael can't really tell you about Esau. Okay. Because they tell you about them, and you say, whoa, 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 whoa. Who is, who is, who am I? Then you won't be always, always off into Esau or Ishmael. See? That's why it's so dangerous for you to listen to this broadcast. Because too late, you'll wake up and find out who you really are. And once you find out who you really are, the world comes destructive. Automatically, because you're not going to participate in what you're doing today. You don't find out. You don't find out who the command is. You know who now who Mount Fear is. Look what you don't find out. You ain't had to go pay nobody no ton of money. And you, and you might have a clue who you are. He said, the command and the radiance, they're going to remember their nature. If they're going to come to them about their nature, they're going to remember. And their nature is wild. Then we've done some detective work to see who is wild in the Bible. This man is going to be a wild man. His hand going to be against every man. And every man against him. And he should dwell in the presence of all his brothers. I mean, I don't care where you see Ishmael at. He don't say next door to you. He don't say next door to you. They pack themselves in in one area and come back and open up the grocery stores and tell you what you don't need to be eating. Then they say, Assalamualaikum to you. Then you said, Salaam so long. And now you think you're going to say it something. You see that? We all want to end of life. Because the ministry you're supposed to be supporting, you pay us no never mind. And we try to pray you from disaster of your grandparents leaving the world, thinking they're going to be raptured away, going up, up, and away. And according to Revelation 21, 1, 2, and 3, everything's up there coming down here. See that? See, we have all the everywhere. That's why I'm Support this ministry. They're going to show you how to put a big temple together, big school together, banquet hall, radio station. Huh? We're going to train the baby. Just like my grandbaby was on the airways last night, eight years old. How the yacht while bedding a whole bunch of 
he was out of the six and all the She was hollering from Yaqua last night. You see? We're trying to tell you something. Support this ministry. We'll show you exactly what's got to be done for your loved ones on the way out and the ones coming up out of the temple. We'll get them straight to know who the Khamenei is, to know who the Arab is, to know who Mount Seir is. And they can never tell you this information. You know why? Because then you might have to question, who, who am I? All my life, I thought I was African-American and Negro and called the Supercom. Yeah, I know. But we read that this is a predestination lesson. Everything been called, but you got the card to do a 319, you can repent. We found out if a people called Esau and his five sons, it's not going to repent. They're going to take it all away. And we found out the Arabs is not going to repent neither. They're going to they remember their nature. And they're going to get together and they're going to jump. They're going to jump Esau. Stay right now. And what you going to be doing when they jump Esau? That Esau jump down. What you going to be doing? You're going to be confused. You're going to be knowing, you're going to be knowing what's going on. The Arabs know the land. This man know the land on bones to them. And Esau know the land on bones to them. Both of them know the land. Now one of them in the land. But guess what? You don't have a clue what land you from. And you got all the degrees on the wall and that long paycheck, which is going to take 10% out and get to the ministry and thank you on something. No, you're not. No, you're not. Biblically, you're not on anything. Well, young liner came. See, young liner came out the dead. So the fear of now here comes the young liner. He came out the dead now. He did. Come in and put his brick in. Here comes the young lion coming in. The style is coming peacefully, Mo. See, the young lion is coming on the top part of the seventh day. But we don't know if he's coming peacefully now. We don't know. We're going to find out. We meet one of the young lions out of Camp 1, up and coming peacefully, brother Makai Israel. Y'all why I bid you that scene right. Y'all why I bless you there. Sierra Israel. Oh, see, Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Israel. Um, the national is going to know, are you coming peacefully? Well, I need a few more minutes to get some things squared all the way and, and settle on down as I get ready to pull on in. Hallelujah. All right, we'll find out if the young, if the young lion coming peacefully, Moses. So we're going to find out a whole lot of things on the way of something. So now, look what we're going to learn so far. We learn now that Haman, in the 3 verse 10 of Esther, is the descendant of Esau. And he is Judah's enemy. And he's going to hold that grudge until the end of the world. That's what we're going to find out. See, that's a good thing to know that when when, when you get the call and you wonder, well, why did they do this to me? Then you'll know that the Bible says they're going to play out what I put in them on their lot. That's big talk again. 
Now, come back, mother. Come back to the 11th chapter. I mean, third chapter, Esther. Let's read some more about Haman, Judah's enemy. Do you know what Judah is? Do you, do you know on national? Are you clear who Judah is? Judah is not the pagan name called a Jew or Jewish. Because Jew or Jewish or Hebrew have no father. Judah had a father called Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. So when you're talking about Judah, you're talking about people that, uh, if you want to do scholarly investigation on who Judah is, you go to Jeremiah 14, verse 2, and then it gives you a picture who Judah is. It gives you a picture. Something to go look at and say, okay, oh, this is Judah. Uh, Jeremiah 14, verse 2, Moses. What about Judah? <clears throat> Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. You raise your voice up, mother. Raise your voice I'm up. Trying to to, I'm trying to clear my throat. I hear you. <clears throat> Jeremiah 14, verse 2. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jeremiah 14, uh-huh. verse 2, read. Judah mourned, and the gates thereof languished. They are black unto the ground. So, Judah is what color, mother? What color is, is the tribe of Judah? Black. They black. See? And what they did, they knocked off Judah and gave Judah another name called the Jew and Jewish and Judaism. But now one of you got no got no problem. So when you see the word Jew in your Bible, it is a corrupt, polluted word for Judah. Because you must be identified to a bloodline father. Whatever your daddy is, that's what you eat. Remember, any name you read. You must trace that word biblically back to a father. So if you call yourself a Jew, then trace that name back to a father. If you call yourself a Jewish people, then trace that name back to a father. If you call yourself a Hebrew, trace that back to a father. If you call yourself Mexican, trace that back to a father. If you call yourself Puerto Rican, Trace that back to a father. If you call yourself Latino, trace that back to a father. If you call yourself a Christian, trace that back to a father. And get what you'll come up with? No. You'll come blank. You'll come blank. Everybody in the Bible is recognized what kind of way, mother? In a first a Chronicles 9 1. How is everybody in the Bible recognized, mother, according to First Chronicles 9 1? According to the Bible, when you recognize a people, how is they recognized according to the Bible? First Chronicles nine one. First Chronicles chapter nine, verse one read. Let me turn the page. First Chronicles chapter 9, verse 1. 
So all Israel was wrecking by genealogy. Mm. So all Israel, hey so all Israel mm. wrecking by what kind of way, Maverick? Genealogy. That's how you recognize all Israel. If you are a bloodline Israelite, bloodline, you only will be recognized through the bloodline. Genealogy. If you genealogy only. Now, if that was rehearsed, mother, let's go to Numbers chapter 1 and find where that came from, 16 on the birthday. Numbers 1, let's see where this conversation came from. Numbers 1, 16 through 18. Remember, if you are an Israelite, if you're from one of the 12 tribes of Israel, you're supposed to be wrecking through genealogy. So if you call yourself a Puerto Rican, Mexican, or Cuban, ain't no genealogy behind that. No. Gentlemen, the label's been given to you. That's like calling yourself African-American and Negro. There ain't nothing to that. All Israelites is reckoned to genealogy. And who told them to do that? Who told them to recognize them by genealogy? Let's go to Numbers, Numbers um, 1 1. Numbers, Numbers 1 1. Who told them? Who told the children, tell the children of Israel, you got to be reckoned by genealogy? Who handed in this? Numbers is 1 verse 1. Numbers chapter 1 verse 1. And Yahweh spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. Good, <laughs> good, good, right there. So who's talking about him? Yahweh, why is he here? And, and who he speaking to, Mother? Moses. Okay, that's Yahweh talking to him. What do you say in verse 16, down to verse 18? Numbers chapter no, 1. 16 and 19. 16 and 19, huh? let's see. Since Yahweh talking, let's see what he says to Moses to tell Aaron from verse 16 down to verse 19. What do you say, Moses? Numbers chapter 1, verse 16 to 19. Verse 16. These were the renown of the congregation, princes of the tribes of their fathers, Heads of thousands in Israel. Verse 17. And Moses and Aaron took these men, which are expressed by their name. Verse 18. And they assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month. And they declared their pedigree after their families by the by the families of their fathers according to the numbers of the names from twenty years old and upward by their poles. Verse 19, as Yahweh commanded Moses, 
So he numbered them in the wilderness of Sinai. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of them said, Mother, it don't make no difference about your genealogy. It don't make no difference about it. We, we, we get born again Christmas. But now we're going to find out that Yahweh, he commanded Moses. Do what, Mother? He commanded Moses to number the children of Israel by what? Pedigree. What's that mean? Genealogy, bloodline. So you're supposed to always communicate with your brothers and sisters and those or whatever by bloodline. This is an order commanded from Yahweh. So you're supposed to always know what who your bloodline is. This is an order from Yahweh. You tell the children of Israel to make sure you're sending yourself together mm-hmm. and declare your pedigree, your bloodline. Who are you? You got to declare your bloodline. Who are you? Christian ain't no bloodline being no Christian. That's not a bloodline. Islam, Judaism, that's not bloodline. When do you sit down and declare your bloodline? Whatever your daddy is, that's what you is. What's your daddy is? Then that's the end of it. That's who you is. When do you do that? Then you find out, wait a minute, I'm called Latino. It ain't no bloodline to no Latino. I'm called a Mexican. It ain't no bloodline to no Mexican. I'm called Puerto Rican. It ain't no bloodline to Puerto Rican. I'm called a Jew. It ain't no bloodline to being no Jew. I'm called a Jewish people. It ain't no bloodline to no Jewish people. Yeah. Then you'll say, wait a minute. Well, what will happen then? Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're in 53, 51, 23 of, of Sirach. We ain't going to read. You're the temple of learning, huh? What will happen? David tell you, Psalm 83, 1 down to verse 6. David tell you from the angel. David tell you what will happen. Do you notice in your Bible? Psalm 83, 1 down to verse 6 by Mother D of Israel. And soon the young lion will be roaring in a minute, Mother. Hold on, Mother. Young lion's getting ready to roar a little bit real shortly. But what it say in Psalm 83, 1 down to verse 6? Take your time, Mother, and holler that microphone on Psalm 83. Now the angel come from heaven, in a thousand BC. He's looking at David eyeball to eyeball. He's gonna say something to David. Eighty-three, one down to verse six. What do you say, mother? Okay. Psalms eighty-three, one down to verse six. Psalms eighty-three, one to six. It reads, "Keep not thou silence." O Yahweh, hold not your peace. Be not still, O Yahweh. Verse 2. For lo, that enemy makes a tumult, and they that hate you have lifted up the head. Verse 3. They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted against your hidden ones. Verse 4, they have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel 
may be no more in remembering. Verse 5. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against you. Verse 6. The tabernacle of Edom and the Ishmaelites of Moab. Stop it there. Who is the top two? Um, uh, what they were I need a five. Who is the who is the top two mothers? Who is the top two that organized to take crafty counsel against you and cut you off from being a nation? Who is the top two on that list, mother? Just the top two. Who's the top two here? Edom. And uh and uh Ishmael. My my my. So that so they got together and done what, mother? What they get together and do? Consulted together. Uh to do what? The name off. No, to cut you it's off from being a nation. To cut the name off that you would not be a nation. Yet the name of Israel would be no more in your head. Right. Be no more in your head, but that don't mean it won't be in their head. They can claim Israel better than you can. And then that would be all it is. He can claim he can claim you better than you. I did it there. It's a felony doing that now. That's a felony. They can claim you better than you can. You can't prove that you are the biblical Israelite, and they can prove it better than you. And they, and that's identity theft. That's a federal crime today, identity theft. And they can prove they you by twisting your book, and you sit on the sideline, and you can't even figure out that they are the sinners of Esau and the five sons. You and they look you right in the eyes and say, "We are, we are you. We are the Jewish people." What you talking about? Where did that? Where did the name Jewish people come from? Or oh, it come from the Jews? Okay, well, where did the name Jew come from? It come from Judah. Well, Judah is a black man. You know, Queen Elizabeth claimed Judah too. Queen Elizabeth, before she passed, she said she's from the tribe of Judah. Where is that? You from the tribe of Judah, uh, Queen Elizabeth? You mean to throw them, to throw them over there in uh, London? That's, that's the tribe of Judah? They say they record day. They say they from the tribe of Judah. That's what we're saying. Didn't you tell us to do some detective scholarly work biblically? Judah is black folk. You red. And, and what kind of red are you? And you red? And, and what kind of red are you? 29, 22 of Isaiah. Hey, mother, what kind of red you are? You, you, you are this kind of red then, and you this kind of red now. What kind of red are you? I mean, today, the ones of King Charles, Prince Charles, them, if you ask them today, what tribe they from, they say they from, they from Judah. But they'll say Zora of Judah to them. They, they, they don't, they won't say 
uh, old, old Negro Judah, there's that Zora. <laughs> but they don't know Zora and Perez is twin brothers from, from Judah. They said they from Zora. They from the red, the, they got a red a paw up to say we red. No, that implement a red paw is full of red thread. See, you see that now? See, it was a red thread put on on the hand of Zora. Not no red. This paw wouldn't come out red. No. No. The thread, the, the, the handmaid put a thread on his hand that was red. We took it, put his black hand out and pulled it back in. Yeah. You can't get them out. You, you, you can't get them to call who they really are. They said they from the tribe of Judah. They said they from Zora. That same tribe that King James came out of Zora. Yeah, I know. I know the picture they, they paint the likeness of him to look like somebody else too. They are dookie on that. Did you know King James from the tribe of Zora too? Yeah, King James. The one that authorized the King James Version sent 47 scholars over there to get it from not out of Latin and Greek, but get it out of Hebrew. So they can reach the word called black. Yeah. yeah, King James. Well, now I've been told he's a he's a white man. I know you have. I know you've been told that. Because the prophecy in 348 says they're gonna paint the likeness of themselves. They're gonna look at your black self and, and paint over it and, and then tell you that you have to be American Negro and Latino and Mexican. And you'll go on about your own here behind that ain't you? Yeah. You do? We got a lot of work to do. But those who got here to here gonna hear. And those who got here to here gonna get in what it's in it. Put y'all Hallelujah. And now that over young line can better roar. So you know we're gonna roar a little bit shortly. But mother holding down, mother holding down grand statue, getting warmed up. What you get ready to read, mother? Uh, Isaiah twenty nine twenty two. Yeah, what what do that say, Mother? It, it reads, there, "Therefore, thus says Yahweh, who redeemeth Abraham, concerning the family of Israel, Israel shall not." Now be ashamed, neither shall his face now wax pale. You say, I don't care how much I beat the children of Israel back. One thing I'm not going to never do for the children of Israel today is make their face look what kind of way, mother? Pale. He said, I'm not going to put that on me. So don't look for no pale Israelites that say they Israel. Because Yahweh said, and he don't lie. He said, one thing about me is never look pale. Pale means when your blood show through your skin. He said, I'm going to beat you back. No doubt about it, I'm going to beat you back. But you will never look pale. Never. I ain't going to put that on you no more. They cried too much in Numbers chapter 12 behind that one. I ain't doing that no more. Because they had a fit by, by looking Anywhere looking like uh, Beyonce or uh, Marilyn Monroe or um, 
what's her name? George Myers. They had a fit by that look. And number chapter 12, everybody started crying. See? He said, I'll tell you what, I ain't going to do that to you no more. That really hit y'all hard, didn't it? When I turned y'all look uh, high yellow, uh, blood storm through your skin, myriad, everybody started crying. See? He said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I ain't going to do that no more. I ain't gonna never make y'all look like that no more. So he so he made a he made a vow not to make you look. So don't look for no Israelite of the Bible to have a pale look in their face. Well, Yahweh said you never look pale. But what kind of pale mother is twenty five twenty five again? What kind of pale they'll never look like? Never. Genesis twenty five twenty five. What kind of pale mother? Genesis 25. 25, 25. What kind of pale mother they never look like? Don't never look for a, a member of the 12 tribes of Israel to look like a pale. So where your yes, dad is, that's what you is. So what kind of pale they never look, mother? 25, 25. Genesis, Genesis 25, 25. And the first came out red. All over, like a hairy garment. And they call his name Esau. Stop right there. So he said, he said the children of Israel would never look. What kind of red, mother? I mean, what kind pale. of pale? Pale red. Pale what? They'll never pale look red. pale red. So, you, so don't look for the children of Israel according to Yahweh's words to Israelites might call himself an Israelite, and if they if the blood shows through their skin, then they not a bloodline Israelite. But then you say, well, my mother is. Well, no, it ain't about your mother, it's about your father. Well, your daddy is. That's what you is. You you might you might uh you might your mama might be. But well, what is your daddy is? That what you is. Your mother might be. Uh, a dark Peruvian looking, but no, but Cortez and and Chris Columbus, them they jumped your 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 grandmama. So when they put they seed in you, regardless, you become what they is. Whatever your daddy is, that's what you is. All this, well, I'm, I'm not you. You whatever your daddy is, that's what you is. So if you pale red looking. And your mommy is charcoal black. It don't make no difference. Whatever your daddy is, that's what you is. That's simple as that. Now that's godly detective work. Well, I'm three, um, three, four. No, you. Whatever your daddy is, that's what you is. That's when you do detective work. Find out you got to be called by your father. You can't be called by your mother. No. But your daddy is, right. that's what you is. It's like, just like Bob Marley. Bob mm-hmm. Marley is called by his mother. No. You're your father. Same thing about Louis Falcon. Do you, you mm-hmm. know who Louis Falcon daddy is? Pull him up. <laughs> Where's your daddy? Yeah. That's what you is. Louis mm-hmm. Falcon. Go look up his daddy and, and see who his daddy is. 
Look up Bob Marley and find out who Bob Marley's daddy is. And wherever your daddy is, that's what you is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Look. Now go look up Louis Farrakhan and say, put in your smartphone. Show me a picture of Louis Farrakhan's daddy, his father. You say, I'll be. I'll be there all gone. Then you say, show me a picture of Bob Marley's father. I'll be. I'll be there all gone. Whatever your daddy is, that's what you is. You got it? Good. All right, we got the young line. Come on the broadcast now, Mother dear Israel. So, young line, tell the national who all can this broadcast as we speak there, young line. Uh, so let's see, and, and, and what you got to say for your long absence, and in the same token, who all can the broadcast? Take your time there, young line, while so still get a little, get him a little shot of herbal tea there, come out. All right, says Rev C. Roy. Well, we know we live right now on a blog talk radio station. And we also have our pal talk set up as well. But we do want the national audience to know that we are broadcasting on our YouTube page under the name of the V-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-A-D-A. Once again, we do want our national audience to know that we are broadcasting under our YouTube page under V-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-H-D-A. Do tag us in and do listen to our broadcast under the name of the V-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-H-D-A. We also have us a TikTok page up and moving and we have developed it under the name under V-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-H-D-A. You can tune in as well to our broadcast under our YouTube page and our under the name B-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-A-D-H. We also have our Facebook page up and rolling under the name of the Fear Israel. Do tune in to our page under the name Fear Israel. We want you all to tune in and get all the lessons that you need to get out of our page. Uh, we come in daily to make sure that we teach to the 12 tribes of Israel. We are pro-12 tribe of Israel. We are not anti-anyone, but we are pro-12 tribes of Israel, and our job is to come and teach to the 12 tribes of Israel the true teachings of our book, which is the Righteous Scriptures, commonly called the Holy Bible. We do want you all to tune in and listen in. We also have our um, our blog talk, I mean our um, blog talk coming in seven days, with six days of the week. On the sixth day of the week. Remember that. We have our blog talk page going in six days out of the week. And it starts on Sunday, beginning at 6 o'clock p.m. until 9 o'clock p.m. We ask you all to tune in to our blog talk page under at 6 o'clock p.m. until 9 o'clock p.m. That would be Sunday, Monday. No class on Tuesday, but class will pick back up. On our Pal Talk page, we do have a Pal Talk. We want you all to tune in to our Pal Talk, uh, and that you can download it as well on your laptop, on your desktop computer, or even on your cell phone. 
If you have that as well, we ask you all to download the Pal Talk. Once you download the Pal Talk, we ask you all to go into African Americans. And then once you go, excuse me, once you download the Pal Talk, we ask you all to look us up under African Americans. And then scroll down and look for B-O-T-T-Y once you go to Exodus Group. Let me correct myself. You must go to Exodus Group first. Once you go to Exodus Group, you look for the category called African Americans. Once you get to the African Americans part, you look down for B-O-T-T-Y, which stands for the Voices of the True Israelites. Once you have that down packed, and you can tune in to us on Tuesdays, and we have classes beginning at 8 o'clock p.m. on Tuesdays, and we also have our blog talk. We'll begin back for the radio station at 6 o'clock p.m. on Wednesday, from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. And then we'll pick back up class on Thursdays from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. as well. We have the Sabbath day class, which is the top part of the Sabbath day, which is today, starting at 7.30 p.m., that's when class begins, but the Sabbath day begins when the sun goes down on Friday, which is the seventh day of the week. And then we'll pick back up on class as well for the Blog Talk Radio beginning at 2 o'clock p.m. for the Blog Talk Radio on the bottom part of the Sabbath day. We ask you all to tune in to our class as well. But for those who want to tune in a little bit earlier, we'll begin the Pal Talk Radio station at 12 o'clock. Once you download that 12 o'clock, I mean, once you download that Power Talk radio at 12 o'clock, we will have the Power Talk up and running so you all can tune in and enjoy your Sabbath day. We also ask you all to, um, as you tune in, we ask you all to be big ears and look mouth, and we also ask you all to have your pen, pad, and paper ready to roll so you can learn something and be ready to hear something as well for the thus says Y-H-W-H Yahweh. Our job is to come and make sure we come and get you ready, up and ready for this teaching, learn the truth about this book. And we also want you all to know uh, that, once again, we are pro-Israel. We are not anti-anyone. And call in to the international phone line at 224-600-5579. Once again, we ask you all to call in to the international phone line at 224-600-9. Now, once you call in, we also ask you all to have a pen and pad and paper to take notes. Write down your scriptures. Write down the notes that goes with the scriptures and write down your precepts so you can be ready to go back and you can teach these to your loved ones. You can also get this information out, and you can also tell the truth to those who are ready to hear the truth. And those who don't want to hear the truth, that's on them. Uh, we come to you, remember, six days out of the week on some Thus Says Yahweh on a Blog Talk Radio and a Pal Talk Radio seven days out of the week. We ask you all to tune in and be big ears and little mouth. We're going to uh, hand over our station back over to the Sears Rail C. Roy, and we say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. That's what it's all about. And, and uh, you know, uh, your line in, in 4 verse 17, it makes a final statement in Romans uh, 4 17. W- what do we say in Romans 4 17 in your line, Brother Kai? All right, sir. 
We're going over to the book of Romans, chapter 4, and we're going to pick it up at verse number 17. We're going over to the book of Romans, chapter 4, verse 17, and it reads, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even Yahweh, who quickened the dead, and call it those things which be not as though they were. So he said, he said, who who quickens the dead? Uh, young lion, who quickens the dead? Yahweh, who quickens the dead. Oh yeah. So when you preach up in Baruch chapter three, one thousand four, what dead do we quicken? What dead do we quicken, sir? Young lion, and Baruch. Come out the apocryphal book, chapter three, one down to verse four. What dead do we quicken? Like you said a minute ago, off those got an ear to hear. So what dead do we he quicken once they got an ear to hear that we can read? And Baruch, chapter three, one, two, three, four. What is that, that young liar? All right, we're going over to the book, verse number four, out of the apocryphal book, and it reads the book of Baruch, chapter three. Verse number four reads. Well, read verse one. Hey, young lion. Hey, read verse one just to make it sound good. One down to verse four. All right. We're going over to the book of Baruch, chapter three. We're going to read verse one, two, three, and four out of the apocryphal book. And verse one reads. This is the book of the commandments of YHWH Yahweh, and the law that endured forever. All they that keep it shall come to life, but such as leave it shall die. Verse 2. Turn you, O Israel, and take hold of it. Walk in the presence of the light that you may be illuminated. Verse 3. Give not your honor to another, nor the things that are profitable unto you to a strange nation. Verse 4. O Israel, happy are we. For things that are pleasing to Yahweh are made known unto us. Verse 4. 3-4. What is that, Well, excuse me. That was Baruch chapter 4. Let me go back to verse, I mean, chapter 3. I was reading chapter 4. I'm going to read verse number, chapter 3. The book of Baruch, chapter 3, verse 1 down to verse number 4, and it reads, O Yahweh Almighty, Yahweh of Israel, the soul is anguished. You say chapter 3, verse 1 down to verse 4, right? Yes, sir. All right. The book of Baruch, chapter 3, verse 1 down to verse number 4. Verse 1 reads, O Yahweh Almighty, Yahweh of Israel, the soul is anguished. The troubled spirit cries unto you. Verse 2. Hear, O Yahweh, and have mercy. For you are merciful and have pity upon us because we have stand before you. For you endure forever and we perish utterly. Verse 4. O Yahweh Almighty, you, Yahweh of Israel, hear now the prayers of the dead Israelites and of their children, which have stand before you and not hearken unto the voice of you, their Yahweh. For the which cause 
these plagues cleave unto us. Mm-hmm. So he called us, um, he called us a, what kind of Israelite he called? Israelite. Ain't that something? He called us an Israelite. That's who you are. Listen, the word Israel is anonymous with Israelite. That's all, that's all, that's all we use the word. Israel, the Israelite. That's how you're supposed to use it. You don't supposed to put nothing up with it. You talk Israel, you talk Israelite. That's it. That's the 12 tribes. You don't talk Jew. You don't talk Gentile. You don't talk Christian. You talk Israel, the Israelite. And what kind of Israelite that Baruch wrote that we are today, a young line? The dead Israelite. Ain't that something? I ain't got something. We are dead Israelites. But what can help us dead? Let's see what he says in Ezekiel 37, verse 4. Well, what can help this dead Israelite? So what can help us? Well, a little bit more bonus on the check help us? What can help the dead Israelite today? You know what? Go in the Bible and see what would help the dead Israelite all 12 tribes today. Let's see what can help them today. 37 verse 4 of Ezekiel. We're going to the book of Ezekiel. We're going to read chapter 37. We're going to read verse number 4. We are going to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37. We're going to pick it up at verse number 4. Verse 4 reads, Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O you dry bones, hear the word of Yahweh. Hey, that. You see what you got in here? There it is, right? You know what you got in here? The word of Yahweh. That's it. That's, that's what you need. You need a big belly full of the word of Yahweh. That's what you need. Ten down at verse 22. I'm going to let it play out for time's sake. Now, this is now, if you pay attention and you and you pay the young line some, some mind, like you pay the seal, no never mind, you'll learn exactly how to get out of this and who you got to hear. You'll learn all this from $10 verse 22. You'll understand everything you need to know. If you pay attention and take notes, then if you got a better head, go back over this $10 verse 22. I'm not going to say one word. I properly you absorb all this information you're getting ready to hear from the young line going to deliver and bring that Academy Award boss and, and raise the boss a little bit more than young line and deliver the knockout blow. 10 to 22, the series is quiet. It's all yours. Come on. All right. We're going back to read the book of Ezekiel, the seer, chapter 37. We're going to pick it up at verse 10 and read all the way down to verse 22. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 10 reads, So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Verse 11, Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole family of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dry, and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our part. 
verse 12. Therefore prophesize and say unto them, Thus says the Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, Behold, O my people, I will open your grave and cause you to come up out of your grave and bring you into the land of Israel. Verse 13. And you should know that I am the Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, when I have opened your grave, O my people, and brought you up out of your grave. Verse 14. And shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall you know that I, the YHWH Yahweh, have spoken it and performed it, says the YHWH Yahweh. Verse 15. The word of the Yahweh came again unto me, saying, Verse 16, moreover, you son of man, take you one stick and write upon it for Yada Judah, for the children of Israel, his companion. Then take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, ten northern tribes, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the family of Israel, his companion. Verse 17, and join them one to another into one stick, and they shall become one in your hand. Verse 18, and when the children of your people shall speak unto you, saying, will you not show us what you mean by these? Verse 19, say unto them, thus says the YHWH Yahweh, behold, stick of Joseph which is in the hand of Ephraim and the tribes of Israel, his companion, the ten northern tribes, and will put them with him, even with the stick of Judah, and make one stick the southern tribe, and they shall be one in my hand. Verse 20. And the stick thereon you write, shall be in your hands before their eyes. Verse 21. And say unto them, Thus says the YHWH, Yahweh, the children of Israel from among the heathen, the 17 nations, whether they be gone, and will gather them one every side and bring them into their own land. Verse 22. And I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel. And one king shall be king to them all. And they shall be no more two nations. Neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, any more at all. So... When you read Jeremiah 30, verse 4, what are you trying to tell us that, young man? So when you read Jeremiah 30, verse 4, what are you saying? And 30, verse 4, Jeremiah, what are you saying? All right. We're going to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33. We want to pick it up at verse number 4. The book of Jeremiah, three, chapter zero. 33. 3, 0. 3, 0, oh, verse 4. Make it three zero, zero okay. verse four. What are you saying, 
We're going to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, 3-0, verse number 4. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse number 4, read. And these are the words that the YHWH Yahweh spake concerning Israel, the ten northern tribes, and concerning Judah, the southern tribe. Shut up. So when you're reading this Bible... This Bible is talking about who? According to 30 verse 4, when you read this whole Bible, he raised Jeremiah from the womb and said, Jeremiah, my business and your <laughs> business is about what? According to 30 verse 4, what is Yahweh's business about? And what is uh, Jeremiah and all the seals' business about? According to 30 verse 4. Read again, young man, and, and expound on it. We're reading the book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse number 4. And these are the words that the YHWH Yahweh spake concerning Israel, the ten northern tribes, and concerning Judah, the southern tribes. Yahweh is letting us know that he only speaking to the children of Israel, the twelve tribes that's split into two nations, which is containing to which is concerning the ten northern tribes, which is Israel. In Judah, which is the southern kingdom. Well, a lot of these saints say that's not fair. You say that's not fair. What do you mean a lot of these saints are Utah that's committed, but it's not fair? Hey, Mother, dear Israel, what did Yahweh say behind that in 3 verse 4 alone? He said, now, a lot of these saints, the committed board out of Utah, said that's not fair. The Bible only concerning, when you're reading the Bible, it's concerning northern Israel and southern Judah. If that's not fair, well, what's the after? How, how do you, how do you, how do you explain, how do you reply back to that? By reading the scripture, 30 verse 4, Mother Day of Israel. What you saying? How do you reply back to the Latter-day Saints out of Utah? And Romans 3 verse 4, Mother Romans chapter 3, verse 4. Why forbid? Yea, let Yahweh be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou it's mightest fair. be justified in your saying, and mightest uh-huh. overcome when thou art just. Hey, hey, mother, let, let who be true, mother? Yeah, Yahweh be true. And what about what about man that don't believe what you just got to read out of Jeremiah 30, verse 4? What, what else come behind that? Let Yahweh be true and what else, mother? And every man a liar. Well, that's just the way it is. And that's why it's so important to fix them on the cancel on this Bible. Let Yahweh be true and every man a liar. He know what he was doing, unless he said he don't know what he know. Now, they ain't the king of David, mother. And young lion, have me uh, verse 10 down to 14 of Esther waiting on me. Now, young, now mother, the angel came out of heaven in the thousand B.C. And look, David, eyeball to eyeball. And he said something to him in 16 verse 5 down to verse 7. What he said in Psalms? Look at David, 
the king of Israel, of all 12 tribes, eyeball to eyeball, and a mother dear of Israel, what did he say? Psalm 16. What did he say, Mother dear of Israel? Psalm 16. Psalm 16, 5 out of verse 7. What did he say, Mother? Psalm 16, 5 to 7. Yahweh is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. Verse 6. The land are fallen into me in pleasant place. Yet I have a goodly heritage. Verse 7. I will bless Yahweh who has given me counsel, my reign also instructed me in the night season. And what kind of counsel you giving, Mother, to to pass on to the twelve tribes in verse five again, Mother? One more audio. What kind of counsel you giving, Mother? Verse five again. Psalm sixteen, verse five. Yahweh is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. So all only folks, so he may get our lot, mother. So all only folks be picking and bought, cotton and sitting in. So it's, it's who, mother? So who are we folks be bought, cotton and picking in and sitting in and sitting out? What we folks be doing there, mother, according to verse 5? We, we can't do that. No, we folks be getting our yakwa right. Cordy, what we mm-hmm. going to do is one thing, get our yacht all right. Can we go the picking it, boycotting, and talking about your recreation? No, what we want to do is the kitchen some yacht and yacht while I'm telling you, well, hey, I'm waiting on you. When you going to call on me? Huh? That's what we supposed to do with kitchen some yacht That's our lot. So that's the man you're supposed to be in and talking about how to get yacht in the beam. Take care of business. Do you worry about what the world seems, what they got to offer you? No. Don't worry about that. Your lot is what Yahweh going to do for you when you turn back to him. By first day, keeping the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. You got first job there. You got to get your name right. All you got to do, do that first. Learn how to get his name right. Learn how to keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, and sundown Saturday. That's where you started. That's your lot. Because it, because um, now we know who Haman is now, so we clearly going to take care of all that business. Now let's go see their mindset again, that young man. We're going back to the book of Esther, chapter 3, verse 10. Now we, we know who the players is now. We know Haman is the sentence of Esau. Translated day as the white man and the white woman. We are done scholarly biblical work. Clear that every nation of Mother E, I mean Mother G of Israel, we clear about every nation according to Ecclesiastes or Italian mother, 
over 16. We clear that every nation that was walking before is here now. How do we clear? Ain't nobody distinct. How we know is everybody that was back there in the beginning is here now? Because Mother get ready to read 416 of the Ecclesiastes. This is how we know that whoever was back there on the left side of the book is here on the right side of the book and out of the book. How do we know this? Because we're going to read 416 of the Ecclesiastes. What is that, Mother Day up there, Zell? Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 16. There is no end of all the peoples, even of all that have been before them. They also that comes after shall not rejoice in him. Surely this also is vanity and vestation of spirit. So we know one thing, if, if, if your granddaddy was back there in the past, you is just, you that granddaddy today. So everybody was back there on the left side of the book is here today. There's nobody's bloodline is cut off yet. It, it ain't time for their bloodline to be cut off. But everybody got a job to do. So everybody's bloodline was back there on the left side is on the right side. They just not using the name no more. They use names called Comanians and Arabs and Arabians and um, call themselves you and call themselves Jewish people and the Jew and the Hebrew. They use different names. Everybody back on the left side is here today. Once you do some scholarly detective investigation, like we do it right now. So now, young lad, we're going back to Haman. We know who Haman is. He's a sentence of Esau. And, and, and it was told about Esau, Amalek, the Agagite, and don't forget it, that they're going to have war with you according to 1617 of Exodus and generation. He said, don't you forget it. You forget it think you can do what you want to do, but you'll come up wrong for Yahweh said, don't forget it. Because something they gotta they gotta they ain't gonna repent from this mindset that young lion getting ready to read in Esther chapter three, verse eight down to verse fourteen. Take a time, young lion, and deliver. Come on. All right, we're going to the book of Esther. Pick it up verse eight down to verse number fourteen. The book of Esther, chapter three, verse eight reads And Haman said unto King Ezra, Ahasuerus, there is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of your kingdom. And their laws are diverse from all people. From all people. Neither keep they the king, verse 9 reads, if it please the king, let it be written, that they may be destroyed. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business to bring it into the king's treasure. Verse 10. And the king took 
his ring from his hand and gave it unto Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agiite, the Yada Judah enemy. Verse number 11. Silver is given to you, the people also, to do with them as it seemeth good to you. Verse number 12. Then were the king's scribes called on the 13th day of the first month, and there was written according to all that Haman had commanded unto the king's lieutenants and to the governor that were over every province and to the rulers of every people of every province according to the writing thereof and to every people in the name of King Ahasuerus was it written and sealed with the king's ring. Verse 13. And the letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all Yada Judah, both young and old, little children and women, in one day, even upon the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month of dark. 14. The copy of the writing for a commandment to be given in every province was published unto all people that they should be ready against that day. Now, that's the history of they were called extermination. You hear that word called extermination, right? That was mm-hmm. that, that was the history of extermination of some. And you hear that word called extermination now. Well, now this this is where they got that from. Extermination. It, it was to kill all the Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon, whether you young, old, rich or poor, um, mothers, children. You know, so. You know more about Valentine's Day, but you have a clue that you had a death sentence put on you by your enemy called Haman, the sentence of Esau. And, and, you, and you got a degree, some got degrees, and never heard this history. But then what happened? Remember when we were talking about predestination, everything was called from the beginning, mother read a, a person of, hey, mother. What do you read again in 9 verse 11 the book of Romans? And and young lion help me the ninth chapter of the book of Esther, figure verse 16. We're going to read a little bit more. We're going to find out what happened. We're going to find out what happened. We're going to do some, you know, you come to a detective agency. You see, well, I'm looking for some people, and I'm going to find out where they're at. It's okay, good. You're at the right place. Find out where they're at. What do you look like? What are they going to make no business with life? They're going to say, what, what's wrong with you? What do you mean you're going to make no business? The only way I can find the people got to tell me what they look like, give them a description of what they look like. Why don't you look for my, my better head? My better head is back door me. Okay. Right, we'll do that too. But what do your better head look like? 
Well, it don't make no difference what they look like. Ain't see that? Like you see what you do. See what the preachers do. They tell you don't make no difference now. How are you going to find somebody that don't make no difference? No way you're going to find somebody. You got to stack them up. You put them in a lineup and you get on the side of a two-way mirror and look and see what you want done your own. You see it? That makes a lot of sense. But now the preachers that you've been sitting upon them, hey, you don't make no difference. All you do is believe on Jesus and call, and call yourself a Christian and go about your business. You see what they do for you? It's not good. Now, Mother, what you getting ready to read? We know you got it. You ready to crank it up? 9 verse 11, what it's saying wrong? Romans 9, 11. For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of Yahweh, according to the election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. So Yahweh had a plan. He said, these two children... It, it just was, somebody to come out to play one role, and another has to play another role. I mean, this is the hand of Yahweh. So you just got to understand that thing. So when you read verse 13, you don't get excited and holler, uh, racist, racist. No! This is the hand of Yahweh. This is what he said. So when you read that, man, one of these descendants of Rebecca and Isaac, got anything to say about this matter, this is the hand of Yahweh, and Paul is all rehearsing verse 13 to him. What do you say, Mother? Romans 9, 13. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Now you see that? Now you see, you see that? So now you see what he's saying. They, it, it's not the, so all we both say is one eighteen twenty three, mother. Uh, of son. When we hear stuff that we hear now, all we both say is one eighteen twenty three of Psalms, mother. What is saying one eighteen twenty three one eighteen twenty three of Psalms? Psalms one one eighteen. Mm-hmm. Verse twenty three, Mom. Mm-hmm. This is Yahweh's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. That's all he supposed to say. We ain't gonna go through nothing else, but this is Yahweh. It's the hand of Yahweh. He knows what he wants in his creation. He knows why he got what in his creation. All you folks say, this is Yahweh's doing, and it's not trying to figure out what he's doing. Just understand what he did. He made one to be a uh, hold that point. You know what I mean? He made one, he cleans that to 115. And then he and he's explaining to you that his hand is in it in 713. Hey, back to back, you know what I mean? What did he do when he cleans that to 115? And back to back 713. Now, listen, this is the wise man in the world. He asked for the wisdom, and Yahweh gave him wisdom. What he wrote in 115 and 713, that young line. Give me some A reading there. Come on, young line. All right, we're going to the book of Ecclesiastes. 
We're going to pick it up at chapter 1. We're going to read verse number 15 and dropping down reading chapter 7, verse number 13. We're going to the book of Ecclesiastes. We want chapter 1. We'll pick it up at verse number 15. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse 15, reads, That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is wanting cannot be numbered. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse number 13, reads, Consider the words of Yahweh, for who can make that straight which he hath made crooked? <laughs> But you got people say, I can do it, or I can change this one. Yeah? Yeah? How are you going to change something? Give me a precept on that in 1022 of First Corinthians there, young man. Give me a precept on that. How are you going to change something? How are you going to change something that Yahweh has put him on? How are you going to do it? Or with this one, I'm going to be able to control, I want to change just yeah. Then that make you all uh, a first Corinthians ten twenty two these. That would it make you. What is saying in first Corinthians ten twenty two that young man? All right, we're going to the book of First Corinthians. We're going to chapter ten and we're gonna pick it up at verse number twenty two. The book of First Corinthians, chapter ten. We're going to verse number twenty two and twenty two read. Do we provoke the YHWH Yahweh to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Yeah. So you're going to change something that Yahweh put it in. So you're stronger than Yahweh, huh? Hmm. So you're stronger than Yahweh. So if Yahweh made a race of people's cooking, and, but all of a sudden, you look at one or two items and say, you're going to straighten them up. So you're strong in Yahweh then, huh? So you you know how to un, undo what Yahweh put on the table. So with Malachi, the seal, where he pulled that from, 1 down to verse 4 there, y'all line. So when I pulled from Malachi 1 down to verse 4, you, you got the remedy, but this one right here, you're going to be able to Straighten them out. Uh, so you strong in Yahweh. You can you got you got the the remedy, huh? Now, that was pulled from Malachi one, one down to verse four. Hey, young man, what was what was that in Malachi one down to verse four? Going to the book of Malachi. Wanna read chapter one? We're gonna pick it up verse one down to verse number four. The book of Malachi chapter one, verse one read. The burden of the word of the YHWH Yahweh to Israel by Malachi. Verse 2. I have loved you, says the Yahweh. Yet you say, wherein has you loved us? Was not Esau Israel's brother, says the Yahweh? Yet I loved Israel. Verse 3. And I hated Esau and laid his mountains and his heritage wait for the dragon of the wilderness. Verse 4. Whereas Edom, Esau, and his five sons said, We are impoverished, 
but we will return and build the desolate places, the YHWH Yahweh of hosts. They shall build, but I will throw down, and they shall call them the border of wickedness, and the people against whom the YHWH hath indignation forever. Read that verse again. The book of Malachi, chapter 1. Your line, your line, I know it says the individual, because I'm, I'm told that means individual. But do that say individual? Read that verse again. Do that say uh, individual? Let's see what y'all are saying here by the mouth of Malachi. We're going to really analyze verse 4. What's he saying in verse 4 again in your line? The book of Malachi. We're going to see can we get individual out of this. Verse 4. The book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse number 4 reads, Whereas Edom, Esau, and his five sons said, We are impoverished, but we will return and build the desolate places. Thus says the YHWH, Yahweh of hosts. They shall build, I will throw down, and they shall call them the border of wickedness. And the people against whom the YHWH hath indignation forever. And the people that Yahweh got indignation with forever. Not just the individual called Esau, and all that came out of his loins. Yahweh said, Then we read earlier, whatever your daddy is, that what you is? So that's what he's saying. He says that he got indignation with forever. So he got indignation with these people called Esau, his five sons, forever, forever, forever. I know, I know. But that's what he's saying. So I gotta let you know that if you can straighten one or two of them out, you know, that's up to you. I mean, if I say you can't do business with with them, I understand one thing. If they get the if they get the ups on you, they're gonna deliver you up. Why? Because it's their nature. It's their nature. Yeah, well, I got an indignation with them forever. But we don't need that long for right now. Let's go back to that uh, Esther again. We're going back to Esther again. So y'all understand something. We're not answering anybody, but you need to know these things that's written. That's why it's so important to have a school called Yahweh's Voice of Intuitive where we can teach the young ones before they go off to school, colleges. You know, we need to teach them. Moses, Israel. You know what mm-hmm. we need to teach them? We need to teach them what? Ishikar's boy. Ishikar's boy. This one you call the Mexican Ishikar's boy. Job 24, verse 17, 18. You know what we're supposed to teach today, Marvel? You know what we're supposed to teach today? Job 24, 17, and 18. What do we supposed to teach today to our loved ones that's coming out of the pamper? And our elderly that's leaving the world. 
What we supposed to teach them according to Ishikar's boy, one you call Mexicans today. That's in America. Ishikar that's over there in West Land of Sim, that they call Africa, they they don't call themselves Mexicans. They don't know nothing about it because they didn't get caught up on that side. They, they, get, they get caught up on this side. So, you know, you got Ishikar over here in parts they call Africa, which is called Land of Sim. You got Ishikar over here in America called Mexico. There's a difference between them. Some is high yellow. Well, that's the mixing of Herman Cortez and and Christopher Columbus. But you got some on it. Right now, Job got three more brothers. Two is the one came to what you call Mexico today. They got three more brothers staying on the west side. They're all brothers, same dash. And you, and you go Google the three brothers, the three brothers of Tula. Google them there and you see they look like African American Negro, they call. But then you go look over there in, in America and Mexico, you got some pale red look. I understand that pale red comes from the crossbreed of the pale red, understand what I'm saying? Crossbreed of Herman Cortez descendants that brought all them sons of Esau over there and Christopher Columbus. When they when they came over to the land, they raped you, taking you back to Spain, mixed with you and done everything, and that's why you pale looking. So you pale looking. That way, that's where it comes from. That's the way it is, because the other three brothers over there of Ishikar's boys, they many shades of dark brown. And, hey, hey, mother, what did Joe yeah. say about himself? What did Joe say about himself in 30 verse 30? It's Ishikar's boys. What did he say about himself? He talked about himself in 30 verse 30. What did he say? I thought you told me to go to something else. Okay, all right. All right, young lad. All right, young lad. Give me, give me, give me 30 verse 30. Mother, you're supposed to put a mark on there and swing over there and got that one and come back and give me some more. You told me to go to the 24th. Y'all 24. Hold on, Mother. Hold on, Mother. Give me Job 30 verse 30, that young lad. What is that in 30 verse 30? I'm going to the book of Job. We're going to read chapter 30, verse number 30. The book of Job, chapter 30, verse number 30. It's the cause, boy, read. Skin is black upon me, and my bones are burnt with heat. So if Job's skin black and his brothers too learn all the rest of them, they skin black upon him too? What about the seer in 821 of Jeremiah? What do they look like? What do the seers look like in 831? Of Jeremiah, that young lion, what do you see it look like? It look like him then I did now. Let's see what's going on in 821 for the book of Jeremiah. I'm going to the book of Jeremiah, the seer. We want to read verse number 21. The book of Jeremiah, the seer, chapter 8. We want to read verse number 21. And 21 reads, For the hurt of the daughter of my people am I hurt. I am black. Astonished have taken me away. So the seals said they black. Well, what about the whole 12 tribes of Israel? What they look like 
according to Lamentations chapter 4, 1, 2, and 8. What do the whole before Cortez and before Chris Columbus got their hand on them, what did they look like before they left to the world, before they was raped and tampered with? What do the Bible say the whole 12 tribes look like according to Lamentations 4, 1, 2, and verse 8? All right, we're going to the book of Lamentations, chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 8. I mean, chapter Chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 1, 2, and 8. Lamentations, chapter 4, we pass Jeremiah, chapter 4, 1, 2, and 8. And when you get down to the word business, it means faith. Let's see what's going on there, young man. Deliver a knockout, bro. And Lamentation 4, 1, 2, and 8 come out. The book of Lamentations, chapter 4, verse 1, 2, and 8. Verse 1 reads, How is the gold become dim? How is the most fine gold changed? The stones of the temple are peeled out in the top of every street. Verse number 2. The precious sons of Yadda Judah, comparable to fine gold, how are they estimated? Themed as earthen pictures, the work of the hands of the potter. Verse number eight. Their their vestige, their face is blacker than a coal. They are not known in the streets. Their skin cleaveth to their bones. It is withered. It is become like a stick. Not in that known in the street. They known as African American and Negroes and Latinos and Mexicans. No, they ain't, lar- they ain't known in the street, but they known in the Bible. But they known in the Bible in verse eight as what? What they known in verse eight as? The Book of Lamentations, chapter four, verse number eight reads: Their face is blacker than a coal. Their face is black and cold, according to the Bible. And what kind of black is it? Two verse one. What kind of black is it? And numbers in two verse. What kind of black? What kind of black is that, uh, young lion? What kind of black? Is this kind they use today called get back black? What kind of black are they? And two verse one. The Book of Lamentations, chapter two. We'll pick it up at verse number one. The Book of Lamentations, chapter two, verse one reads: How have the YHWH Yahweh? Covered the daughter of Yadda Judah with a cloud in his anger and cast down from heaven unto the earth the beauty of Israel. Hey, that's something. What kind, what kind, what kind of black they are? Black is beauty. Israel. Beauty. See, see, Mother D of Israel, somebody else got to be to deliver like that, Mother D of Israel. It's got to be done. I mean, somebody got to deliver.
Yeah, okay. Where you at, mother? I'm, 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 I went somewhere. You probably have a mark there, mother. Well, I had one. <laughs> oh, I'll come back. Goodness. I know. I got yep. to come back. I always got to come back to you. Now, you say 24 what? 17 and 18. Okay, Job chapter 24, verses 17 and 18, verse 17. For the morning is to them, even as the their portion is cursed and the earth. He beholdeth not. They portion is what, mother? Curse. Well. And the earth. Ain't that something? I wonder I wonder when he's talking about they portion is cursed in the earth. I wonder who is he talking about? They portion when it's all said and done. They portion what kind of way, mother? Curse in there. Well, hey, young man, give me a precept on that. Isaiah thirty-four one day. Give me a precept on that, young man. Uh, I like to find out. I like to do some investigation. Uh, some investigation on this one on the earth. Who portion is this? I need to do some investigation on this. Isaiah 38, 1 down to verse 8, 34, 34, young line, 1 8. Let's find out who portion is cursed on the earth that we can read. Isaiah 34, 1 down to verse 8. The book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verse 1 down to verse number 8. The book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verse 1 to 8, verse 1 reads. Come near, you nation, to hear and hearken, you people. Let the earth hear and all that is therein, the world and all things that come forth of it. Verse 2, for the indignation of the Yahweh is upon all nations and his fury upon all their armies. He has utterly destroyed them. He has delivered them to the slaughter. Three, their slain also shall be cast out, and their stinks shall come up out of their carcass, and the mountains shall be melted with their blood. All the hosts of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll, and all their hosts shall fall down as the leaf falleth off from the vine. And as a falling fig from the fig tree. Verse 5. For my sword shall be bathed in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Esau and his five sons. And upon the judgment of my curse to judgment. Verse 6. The sword of the wise. Hey, young man. Read verse 5 again. Take the time to read read carefully. Verse 5. Verse 5. For my people shall be bathed in heaven. And, hold on, verse 5. For my sword shall be bathed in heaven. 
Behold, it shall come down upon Esau and his five sons and upon the people of my curse to judgment. Verse 6. The sword of the YHWH Yahweh is filled with blood. It is made fat with fatness and with the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams, for the Yahweh hath a sacrifice in Bozor, and a great slaughter in the land of Esau and his five sons. Verse 7. The unicorns shall come down with them, and the bullocks with the boar, and their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust made fat with fatness. Verse 8. For it is the day of Yahweh's vengeance and the year of recompense for the controversy of Yadah Judah. Oh, so it's all about the Israel, come on back to that 13th chapter again, 
I will finish up where we left off on in 13 chapter of Isaiah. But I know you got Ecclesiastes chapter 6, 1 and 2. I want that too. Then I want you to swing down to Isaiah 13. And I got I to gotta get a little bit more out of Isaiah 13. I know you got Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 2. You all know you wrote it down. I know that already. But then I want you to go back to Isaiah 13 be waiting on me too. And someday I want to tie in before we call it top part of Saturday a, a nice close. Somebody want to tie in. I don't know what it is, but we find out. What's the reading, young man? The book of First Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 1 down to verse number 8. The book of First Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 1 reads, Times in the season, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. Verse 2. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the YHWH Yahweh so come as a thief in the night. Verse 3. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden death, I mean sudden destruction, come upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Verse 4. But you, brothers, are not in darkness. That that day, all the children of light and the children of the day, we are not of the night nor of darkness. Verse 6, therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Verse 7, for they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. Verse 8. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of the covenant and love and, and helmet, the hope of salvation. So he says, when you start, when you start hearing I'm talking like this in verse 3, a, a young line, now you may have a final thing. That's what you got to, when you do watch that one, I say, if you start hearing all this right here, this verse 3, all these good kiss-ins and love-ins, you know, everybody be coming together as one. Now, when, when, when you start, if you start, all of a sudden you might be cooking in the kitchen. And if you hear this come up, come out, verse 3, what's that in verse 3? Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 3 reads, For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction come upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Can you hear them start talking about it? You know, we all going to come together. We're going to have a, a love in and love out. and we all going to join together and come up on a one battle. So now, you, then, do you know what you've been told that's written in this Bible? That's when you better look out, because that's when destruction gonna come. Once everybody will pull that over you, that this thing now is gonna get better, and peace and safety is right around the corner. Everybody will join in. All the nations will join in. Everybody has. Everybody has. Then you supposed to know Yahweh's voice of the true Israelite. Sudden destruction is coming down, big time. So now you know now you know the key, you know the key words now. So long as you're munching that one out of faith, 
And when you hear all of them came together, peace treaty, then you know that this going to come back and help you or destroy you. It's up to you. What is that, Mother Ecclesiastes 6, 1 and 2? Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verses 1 and 2 read, There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, and it is common among men. Verse 2, a man to whom Yahweh has given riches, wealth, and honor, so that he waiteth. I mean, he wanted nothing for his soul of all that he desired. Yet Yahweh gave him not power to eat thereof, but a strong, a strange, strange eater. It. This is vanity, and it is an evil disease. Ain't that something? He just said, Mother, to David, I'm going to give people some power, and they're going to be power struck. They're going to be more power struck, and they ain't care nothing about their soul. I'm going to show them how to, how to enlarge themselves, be the doer of the earth and everything. And they're going to be so busy trying to stay in front of everybody the best of everything. But it's all said and done. What's the last two words, Mother, just going to be about? The last two words. What, Mother? Uh, evil disease. The evil disease. So you see that, King Ray? You're all about that money. You're all about how you going to get high up, up and away. But it's all said and done. And being rich in Yahweh is an evil disease. He said, I'm going to give him a wealth. I'm going to have his pockets got them up. And they're going to be so busy getting their pockets right, and they ain't going to pay their soul no never mind. But it's all said and done, it's an evil disease. So he said his Bible talking, talking real good. Two more hands, we'll catch the thing now, Mother. Now, Mother, you left off in the book of Isaiah 13, Mother. Left off in the, in the book of 13. And now I want to pick it up where it says in verse number 5. Isaiah 13, verse 5. Let's read a little bit down to verse 9. And then young line, pick up at verse 10. 10 down. We'll keep reading to get our point. Pick up at verse um, 10. Hey, Mops, what is it saying that we can read? And Isaiah 13, 5 down to verse 9. What is that, Mother? Isaiah chapter 13, verses 5 and 9. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.